Welcome to tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am your host, number one, Mr. Quick, and soon we'll be joined by our panel. Tonight, we're going to talk about are you in this alone? We're in a place in time where it's time for us to band together. More now than the other time. When the enemy sees us divided, he can be more victorious. He can conquer more. We got to come together and unite on every level, spiritually, physically. And by saying physically, I mean being neighborly, being humane to one another, helping each other out. This is not a time for us to be divided because of our differences, our financial situation or our position in society or what have you. Mike Tyson couldn't have won without his corner. Michael Jordan couldn't have won without his teammates. We got to come together and there's no finer time than now. We don't know what to believe as far as what's being put out in the media, but we do know, and we can stand firm on the presence of God and his word. So with that being said, it's time for two or more together to band together in his name so he'll be in the midst. And in unison, let's say this too shall pass. So who's in my corner? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Ah, we have Mrs. Quick and Doctor Twin on the line. Welcome. Talk to me. Time for us to come together. Who's in my corner? Well, I'm definitely in your corner. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of times when people go through things, um, they often have that mindset that they're going through uh, whatever that they're dealing with alone. Um, I think, like I've spoken to my family, I, like uh, this is probably one of the first times <laughs> in a long time almost history where no matter what social class you are in, um, it's affecting everybody from the top to the bottom, the rich, the poor, and everybody in between. Um, like you say, is nothing about what your social class is. Um, is nothing with regards to uh, where you are in whatever category people like to group you in. Um, this is something that's affecting everybody, and it has no no boundaries regarding you know who you are. And this is a time where people need to come together to kind of help encourage each other through this. If you have any, like, little petty differences, like that kind of stuff, you just got to let that go away. You know, right now, this is like a life and death time for a lot of people. And if you're holding on to grudges and you seeing what all is going on right now, it ain't worth it. You know, it's time mm-hmm. to come together, be one, forgive, and try to help everybody get through it on a daily basis, whether it's an encouraging word, encouraging text, um, just saying, I'm here if you need to talk, you know, if you're by yourself and the loneliness will be driving you crazy, say, hey, I'm here if you just need to talk just to get a mental break from being by yourself. But like I said, one of the things where right now is it's you to extend a helping hand. And like I said, helping hand just means, hey, I'm here to talk to you if you need to talk to. Um, if you just need to share something or, or get stuff off your chest or get something off your mind, I'm here and being available to people uh, that may need that in this particular time. Well, from the sounds of it, uh, you're not in this alone. And 
that's, that's great there, and you're absolutely right. I believe that it is very important to uh, just for the just for the sake of sanity, reach out to somebody else and say, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, uh, I guess it's an opportunity for you not to be selfish, to be more selfless. You know, just have a genuine concern about your brother. Ms. Quick, your thoughts? I, I agree with everything you said. You as well. I mean, it's it's a time to to stand together, and you know, um, of course, we we mention it. I guess probably on every call, but you know, get back to to doing things, you know, the way they should be done. You know, um, that saying. Am I my brother's keeper? Then yes, I am. You know, you're supposed to be looking out for your brother or your neighbor or your, or your cousin or, or, you know, whomever. These are things that um, we're supposed to do. This is what God expects us to do. Um, I think it's in the Ten Commandments. Um, but this is what we're supposed to do. So I'm right there with you. I agree with both of you. Well, you know, when I'm, I'm not going to say this, just just follow me. Uh, when you have the media keeping everyone divided, you know that's when I guess this. Let's just say that, that for the sake of this conversation, the media is the enemy, right? So when when the media have us divided, when the enemy have us divided. It can infiltrate and come in and plant whatever it wants in our brains. And that could be, you know, well, stay away from stay away from your twin because uh he might have it. Uh or stay away from social distance from your family. You know, don't go out, don't go nowhere, so y'all stay in and drive each other crazy. You know what I mean? Like who knows what the real angle is if they don't even know how it's really passed or who really has it or not because the tests haven't been confirmed. I mean, it seems like we can, you know, side on, on caution, but it's, I don't, I, I don't know. It seems like there's much more than just that. If y'all follow me. Yes, I follow you. I follow you so definitely. It just, it's almost, hmm? Go ahead, please. Yeah, going with what you were saying, it's almost like you're you're looking at it and you're receiving everything that the media is giving you, but you still don't know almost how to receive it. They're giving you a right. lot of stuff, right. but the stuff that they give you you just don't know where to place it at. And it changed so constantly that once you feel like you may got a handle on what you need to do to protect yourself, they're either saying, oh, no, that's not the way to do it, or that ain't going to protect you. So it leaves you wondering, what do you do? And it leaves you in a state of panic that, okay, I'm scared to go out because even if I got gloves, if I got this, I still may not be protected. And then 
it puts people in that state of fear. And I think the media puts people in a position of fear where you're looking at this to get information, but when you come away with it, what do you come away feeling at? Do you still come away feeling more informed or you come away feeling more worried? You come a little more worried. Me, I just read where it can come through the sole of your shoes. Wow. So now, so now what am I supposed to do? Use, you know, back in the days, we used to get newspaper in the bag, you know, plastic bag. We used to use mm-hmm. that for multiple purposes. And now we don't get that. So what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> exactly. It's like it can attach to any part of your garment, clothes, and shoes. It's like, well, what, what do I do? <laughs> you know, you know it's almost like they tell you there's no way to really prevent yourself from getting it. And the more you look, the more you listen to it, it's, it's coming up with different theories, different theories, different theories, but it's not being based on anything concrete. It's all, uh, oh, yeah, we believe this. Oh, yeah, we believe that. But then the people are taking it in as, the gospel is the truth. So, okay, okay, well, I can't wear shoes. What do I got to do? Throw shoes away when I get home? It, you know, you put yourself in a place and a mindset where people are only focused on this rather than focused on their brother or helping somebody else because you're so worried about trying to keep yourself together that it's hard to focus on other people sometimes. Well, I'm going to tell you this time to introduce Brain Pastor on. And I'm going to say this. I know for sure that it cannot attach to the armor of God. And that's right, Pastor. Go ahead and preach, fella. Sounds good to me, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good to me. Nah, man. You know what? I was just listening to what you guys are talking about. And I think, um, you know, um, one thing about it is that the Bible says something uh, that's um, you know rather amazing, and I think that we um, limit what it's actually saying. It, it it tells us that we shouldn't be unequally yoked, you know, with unbelievers. And um, usually we look at that as um, relationships, marriage, uh, boyfriend girlfriend, maybe business partners, things like that. But I think it also applies, um, or I found out that it does apply during a season of this uh, COVID-19 because, um, you know, here's the thing, man. <laughs> you can hook up with the with the news media if you want to and have you stir crazy, you know, so you got to be mm. careful. That's an unbeliever. Sometimes we're looking, trying to get information, and then we're drawn in, and what we thought was going to be five minutes end up being 45 minutes an hour. Next thing you know, you're going to have to throw your shoes away every time you come in the door. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, a, a lot of this, I think, um, you know, uh, is, is really uh, going to find out, do we really trust God? You know, what's the source of our information? Uh, there's nothing in the world wrong with, um, you know, getting some information. Um, I, I study my Bible, but I also read the newspaper. And I physically, I don't mind going online doing it, but I, I still like to grab the paper and grab a cup of hot tea and, and read it that way. But all I'm saying is this, uh, you can tell um, who folk are closest to or who folk have been spending the most time with based off of our response to this coronavirus. Because if they said this and they said that, do you, do you know how many news outlets they are 
on TV or in the world, even in your general area. There's probably, you know, several TV stations, several radio stations, and whoever you listen to has, you know, their right, but they have their own opinion. And so we're yoking up with them, and now um, we're just a basket case. So I think that's part of the mm-hmm. problem right now. You know, uh, you know, you gotta, you do have to yoke up with somebody because it's not good to be alone. But you better make sure that you're yoking up with a credible source, somebody that's going to help you through and not take you farther down. So that's my spill on it to this point. But real good topic. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? Okay, well, when she get back on, we'll find her thoughts. I, I believe that it is, uh, to your point, Pastor, once you connect with the wrong, when you yoke with the wrong person or people, um, you will be thrown off because now you have left your mission and went on their mission. I was looking at this show, and it was it had these individual people as quote unquote guys. He has this God of technology and this God of media, this God of the world, but none of them were the guy. They were, they were man or woman and all had their own self-serving purpose. And I was like, this is exactly what we're facing right now. Now they were out to recruit, this black guy, of course, he's a guy in his own right that he don't know, but it's 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 blatant. It's right in front of us that sometimes what's going on in the world is transported through media, and that's lost in translation. Then once it goes to the different technologies or out or social media outlets, it's lost in translation. So when they come to us, we have the watered down version that, that mean absolutely nothing, or it have lost its relevancy ten times over because we have it has been filtered through these different things that doesn't mean anything. Like this 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 COVID nineteen, first of the coronavirus and Wuhan and whatever else it was called, and now here it is. We're solidified it. With COVID nineteen, and COVID nineteen came from it was SARS at one point and MRSA at some point, and now we hear like it's brand new. Then they say, well, it's like a form of a cold or the flu. We've this is nothing new. None of these things are new. And the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, has been around since what the seventies. But get, bring it to the media, it's all brand new, and it's going to, you know, uh, be apocalyptic to, to to us. Sorry about that. I just had to – I went other places with it. But hopefully y'all stay with me and y'all understand what I'm saying. So like Pastor was saying, you got to be equally yoked. <laughs> Twin, y'all still with me? Oh, yeah. I definitely was following you and understood what you mean because it's almost like um, 
that game that you play sometimes back in the day where somebody whispers into a certain person's ear and they can only whisper at one time and it goes around the circle to the end. And by the time it gets to the end, the whole message has changed. I think the news outlet is just like that, where they hear something without confirming it and they're just throwing it out there because they want to be the first one to break the news, first one to say something new and different about the coronavirus to get them more attention. Um, but at the same time, they're not really doing it from a good place. And and that's what you got to kind of realize that the news outlet is doing what it's supposed to do. But if you're a Christian, you can't believe everything you hear. The one thing you can believe on is the sound doctrine of the Holy Bible and believe in God. And I think, you know, the foundation that you have says it all. As Pastor said, you know, how you respond to what's going on out here can let you know what a person's relationship is with God and how they're handling and dealing with things. Um, it's good to encourage them, but, you know, you also have to have the mindset that, you know, you can't let people drain you at the same time. You have to encourage them, but they still have to do their own work to get their own relationship. They still have to do their work to try to help themselves mentally get to a place because if you allow people to keep pulling on you that is in a bad state or in a state where they're worried, you end up almost having them kind of, you know, getting in your head and start making you wonder mm-hmm. some things. Um, so you always, like you say, you got to keep yourself grounded. And once you keep yourself grounded, you can encourage other people, but you have to do so in a smart, strategic way and pray for them, but also say, hey, God got it, but it's up to them to believe it themselves. You can't believe it for them. Absolutely. Um, with the, with that teaching, you know, you you supposed to not rely on that one source, or as Pastor Alice, you know, lean out on your own understanding, or seek wise counsel, and, and all that good stuff. We'll talk about that later on. But when you when you hear it from the media, we take that as face value. We mm-hmm. take that as face value, but we don't take at face value what Grandma said: wash your hands way back when. That didn't matter. <laughs> but, but these folks tell you that, you know, throw your shoes away after each use. <laughs> we, we we believe that. And now Foot Locker done mm-hmm. came back into business and, and Amazon online shopping for shoes and went sky high. It's it's crazy. All because you didn't you didn't seek wise counsel or you just took it as it as they gave it to you. Pastor, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's it's a it it's been in place for a long time, man, and, and it's just it's exposed now. And um I'm telling you, we're in a season now where everything is being um you know, um I guess you would say revealed or exposed or whatever. It's just coming to the forefront, man. We've been doing all this um you know, this 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 holier than thou, whatever it is that we've been doing, and now I think we're finding out who we really are, who we believe in, where we get our information, and um, I think the church is being called on the carpet. I think business owners are being called uh, on the carpet. I think men are being called on the carpet because um, you know in this in this in this time you're being forced to stay home. Um, you know, it's one thing for me to see my wife from, I don't know, 5 p.m. She gets in around 5, 5.30, whatever it is. 
and I usually get in. I'm probably leaving about that time, to be honest with you. And I get begin around nine thirty, ten o'clock, whatever. So I see her for that hour, hour and a half, and she's asleep. Wake up in the morning, see her for an hour. It's one thing to you know see her in that period of time and say I love her, but then now I got to see her twenty four seven. And now it's like you know. Yeah. You know, uh, why don't you slide up on your side of the bed a little more? Before I wanted it on my side. You know, I meet you in the middle. Now, just, you know, going over there, you know, hot over, just go over there, you know. Uh, I get ready to go to the, the restroom. She call it restroom. I call it library, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, she always in there. I'm always in there, you know, and I'm being called on the carpet. I'm, I'm literally being called on the carpet to see what type of, husband I am, to see what kind of pastor I am, you know, how am I going to minister to my congregation now that they can't come out there? So guess what? Now I got to, I got to, you know, I got to show what I'm made of. Am I, you know, just a, you know, somebody that's just been saying these things? Am I really connected to God the way I'm supposed to be? Because if I'm really connected to God, it's not going to be comfortable, but guess what? I'll get through this. I'll get through this because every time are the majority of time that times that I get in this struggle, in this fight. You know, one of the things that I'm, you know, thanking God for right now is, I swear to you, a scripture will just pop up in my mind. It's like the Spirit of God will say, you know, I'll, I'll watch CNN, I'll watch Fox, I'll watch, I like to watch the competing newscasts to see, you know, how they're going to tear down the other one. And I'll watch, you know, I could watch them and, you know, and I'm fine, but when I watch, the president, I find myself getting just mad, you know, because, uh, you know, I <laughs> I just get upset. And so then all of a sudden I had to pray, and now when I watch this thing, uh, you know, it's like, okay, now I watch CNN, now I watch Fox, but then I hear, whose report are you going to believe, you know? Mm. And the Bible said, you better believe the report of the Lord. Then I heard the president say, you know, he had total authority on yesterday. And, uh, you know, before I could get angry about it, Scripture just came to mind and let me know, you know what, Mm-mm. he's not God. Nobody is God. You know, he's in the White House, but God's on the throne. So, you know, I'm finding out a little more about myself now. I'm finding out that, you know what, um, I didn't have it perfect. I wasn't doing it all right, but I was getting enough in me to survive, you know, a season like this. And I think that's a lot of what's going on now. We're going to be tested and tried on every single side. And we're going to find out if we meant what we said, you know. It's sort of like, okay, I got your back. Okay, you're going to find out because friendships are going to be tested. You know, that's just the way it is, um, you know, in this season. That's just, I'm sorry, that's just the way that it is. So uh, um, you got to be careful who you yoked up with. I'll just put it like that. You better be careful because – uh, you call the wrong joker now, and I'm telling you, uh, you you will hurt yourself or hurt somebody, written literally. So, so you know, I got a lot of my members right now that just co- they're connected to. Uh, I found out that they they spend more time with Facebook than they do with the Bible. You know, mm. they spend more time with 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 you know all of the their social media than they spend with with my messages. Kind of hurt my feelings a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, but that's just the way that it is. That's the way that it is. So, uh, the wake up call, man. It's the wake up call. Well, you're absolutely right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to 
connect my my yoke partner and see she on the line right now, Miss Quick. Yes, I'm here. Okay, okay, welcome. What what you think about what what Pastor said about now? You know, he he's struggling to make sure that uh that it's funny, Pastor. Out of all you said, this is what I'm gonna bring out. That he yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shut a bed before, before he wanted her next to her. Now, like, can you get on your side? You know, <laughs> in, 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 this, in all this time that we got to stay together. What's your thoughts? Oh, on oh, oh, what? All the time we got to spend together, or on everything you said? Everything you said. Um, but, you know, that was a little bit uh, no, I mean, he's right. You know, I I think that, you know, like you said, we're all being called on the carpet. Um, a couple a couple things that came to mind um, when you said that, especially um, for for me and just what what I've noticed in just going, you know, out and, and I, you see um, restaurants going an extra mile to wear gloves and wash hands, it's if you go to a drive-through and um, you pay cash, you give the person they they don't even take the cash out your hand. They give you a little uh, a, a top or a bowl or a box or something. You put your cash in there. They take the cash out. They go wash. They they put it in the register. They go wash your hands, throw on some gloves, and then they give you your food. So so it's like now now um, you know we're going the extra mile to take care of each other you know, um, and to do the right thing and to be responsible um, or or not be responsible for pa- passing this virus or, or getting this virus. But had we been doing that all along, we wouldn't be here. Had mm-hmm. we been having each other's backs and, you know, especially in, you know, well, in, in the homes, but, you know, in the restaurant industry or in the service industry, you know, had we been trying to look out for each other or one another all along, um, I think this thing would have been curved, would have curved more fast or sooner uh, than it has. And um, we would be on the road to uh, a new, maybe a new normal, but we'd be on the road or recovery road versus in crisis mode. Mm. You know, it's funny you say that. It's two two things, you know. We talk about how how the media did it, but I remember when the media was hyping up hand sanitizer. You know, they never hyped up soap and water. Um, then they start hyping up, you know, gloves and and all this nonsense. So, so that was how the media kind of messed us up. We followed the wrong the wrong messenger or the mode of message versus what we knew from our foundation. And it takes 21 days to make something, to create a habit or to break a habit. And I guess with everything that's going on in these, in these days, maybe when we come out of this standard that you're speaking of will still be in effect. Hopefully. Twin, what's your thoughts? I agree with you, Miss Square. I mean, you hear a lot of people say, you know, hopefully this becomes the new normal. But like Miss Quick said, um, 
haven't we been taught at a young age, wash your hands with soap and water and make sure you're clean and do this and that? And it almost makes you look and see over time have we got so consumed with technology that we forget about the basics of taking care of ourselves and taking care of our health and making sure cleanliness is still uh, a part of your everyday life. Your hope is a part of people's everyday life, but some people, it don't. Because, I mean, they may wash their hands, but now they may wash their hands. Next thing you know, they're trying to grab their cell phone because they're trying to see what's going on with this, see what's going on with that. Mm. Um, you got a place now where almost mm. the whole world is shut down. So ain't nobody really out in the club posting this, posting that. Everybody's at home or, you know, they're, they're not showboating nothing. Everybody's home. Everybody's stopped. Everybody's still. Um, so it gives people that time to do that personal inventory and, if you haven't been doing the basics of being clean, get back to the basics. And hopefully it does form a habit that should have been there. You know, a lot of people say new normal, but it shouldn't be a new normal. It should be something you should do on a daily basis and be a part of your life. Absolutely. I have a question for the four, well, me excluded. So the four of us, how many of us have actually washed our cell phones? We put on gloves, we're doing everything, sanitizing, but we still pick it up our same old dirty quote unquote device. We're still touching the same old dirty things. Like me, my cigar lighter. I haven't washed it, I'm not gonna front. I wash my hands. So I take my clean hands and pick up a dirty lighter. Oh, y'all got quiet. So I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, no, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this. If, if, if I do go outside and go to the grocery store or something like that, I do sanitize my cell phone when I come back in because I sanitize them. I've got everything that I bring into the house now. So cell phone included. I sanitize my steering wheel, everything. Anything that I possibly touch, I wipe it down now. So I do try to be conscious to wipe down everything I touch. I stay corrected, Doc. Pastor, what about you, bro? <laughs> well, uh, to be honest with you, no, I don't have it wiped it down, but I've gotten in the habit of, of um, what do you call it, the Bluetooth? You know, I don't deal with technology mm-hmm. that much, but I try not to hold it up against my ear now. So I, I, I try and um, and do that more. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little more... I guess you would say conscious, but I'm still not all the way to where um, I need to be. And, um, you know, both of y'all, all three of y'all really have said it. Um, we were taught these things as children. You know, you come out of the bathroom or you get ready to go to the dinner table, and they would always ask, did you wash your hands? And um, some kind of way we got to where we um, exchanged um Soap and water for hand sanitizer, and they was never mm-hmm. supposed to do that, that at all, you know. But I'm praying to God that we will get to where we were supposed to be all the time. I'm praying that, you know, one week we're on here, Miss Quick was talking about, I believe it was her talking about somebody blowing their nose at the table. You know, mm. um, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. I mean, you're just not going to be able to do that anymore. Um, I'm sure somebody would try it, but. You know, so there's a lot of good that's coming out of this, but it's yeah, I'm, I just hated that to come to this before we could learn a lesson. And all these people dying, um, all these bad habits we didn't. 
I didn't know that I touched my face as much as I do. I, I had no idea that I I did that. I had no idea that I was handling money or even a credit card, whatever. Never thought a second about wiping it off or remote controls or I mean, just never thought about those things. You just get in, you just get complacent being nasty. We were just a nasty group of people, you just know. Nasty. And uh, yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Robinson, if you're nasty, me and Janet, yeah, that's right. We're just nasty, man. And we've been called, we've been, you know, called on the carpet. And it's time to get it right because we've really, we have gotten so far away from the standards of God, and even the standards of, of Big Mom, if you will. We've gotten so far away from that, man. We didn't, we just don't, we just don't do it right anymore. And so maybe this is just a wake-up, not just a wake-up call, but maybe this will wake us up. Maybe this will help us understand, look, do the right thing, because we just, we just got lax. We just got, oh, my God, the things that we do, you know, it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. So, uh so no, to answer your question, no, I haven't washed my cell phone, but I'm gonna wash it when I get out this phone. I promise you that. It might send you a picture of it. But I, you know, I'm gonna clean, clean this joint up. I promise you that. No, you you right, but it's just my whole point is is that we you know we touch that we made so such a great part of our life that we just forget all yeah. about. You know, yeah. We we're gonna wash our hands. We're gonna, but as soon as that phone rings, the first thing we're gonna do is grab it. You know, mm. I mean, in the bathroom. If you're in the bathroom, and that phone rings. Hell, me, I'm I'm guilty of of playing a game while you're in the bathroom. So you yeah. know that it's that is a little. I mean, I'm gonna be keeping a hundred with you. You know, that's just that's just how it goes. But we got to get back to the foundation. First off, yep. there's you can put that phone down for a few minutes, you know. That's first and foremost. That's for sure. That's for sure. But for me, it's the it's it's everything, man. I everything that I do, um, you know, the notes that I have for, you know, Bible study and things like that, they kept on an iPad, so that you know, I'm touching that. Um, when I'm trying to store everything for, you know, I store it on a laptop. I'm touching that. Um, when I greet people, I mean, there's not a day go by, before this at least, that I wasn't shaking hands and kissing babies. And, you know, it's going to be hard on a brother now because they, they say, well, Pastor, can you pray for me? Yeah, I can pray for you, but now I got to keep six feet from you. I ain't putting my hands on you. You might have I, something I, or whatever. You know, you, I, I detected it's, to you. It's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A fax it to you or something, man. But that, right, that's, that's, right. that's where we are, man. That is that's exactly, you know, where we are. And when, you know, all the um, the, the 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 financial folk in the church were, you know, counting the, the finances or whatever, they were just grabbing it with their hands. With you know, uh, now they're going to be required to use gloves if you don't go to. For the most part, electronic giving or whatever, it's going to change the way we uh, do things. And 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 I know for me, in some ways, I'm going to be happy because uh, when I go to the supermarket, um, I don't like nobody standing up on me. I just just give me some space, you know. And 
you know, now they got spots on the floor. You got to keep your distance yeah. or whatever. So I think it's it's mm-hmm. probably for the best, man. But it's I'm telling you, it's going to be a new way of life. That's for certain. That is that is that is for certain. So I don't know, but um, I'm not happy about it. But um, God is taking what was bad, and He's definitely using it for good. That's for sure. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? Um, in agreement. Right now, I have nothing, you know, different to add. I know. I'm. I'm at a. I go. I went to Lowe's and I'm calling the missus and and I'm laughing because they're talking about social distancing, but they they got one person in line. I'm sorry, one one register open. It's about bad as Walmart, and everybody's up on each other. Uh, all they do have the arrows and spaces and everything on the floor, but when when nobody is moving, but what are you going to do? Okay, you got to make room and make a hole. Next day you know you got somebody buggy upon you or, or what have you. I don't believe that everybody's really taking it as serious as they should in regards to social distancing, quote unquote. I believe that it's only, it sounds good. So I'm only saying that to say I it may die off because everybody don't take it, don't take it. I hope that that standard doesn't, but I I think it will because, like I said, everybody's not taking it, taking it serious. When it first happened, God came and he his his concept of God go take care of him. Yeah, my wife she could have it or it could be pneumonia or whatever, but. God go take care of us, and I'm sitting here like, damn, like that's that's kind of screwed up uh, to put all that on God when you're not doing your part. It's simply by your hands, you know. I mean, God go, but you got to do your part. What y'all think about that part, everybody. I mean, I know our, our faith are strong on here. Should we? God to care of it all, or is there something that we could do or should be doing as well? Somebody? Twin? I mean, I, I think you gotta you you have to take some responsibility and, and do your part. You know, it's it's like you said. It, you may walk out without a mask, you know, and God may do his part and, you know, and, and keep you in your little bubble, so to speak. But, you know, you still need to do your part and wash your hands and um, not cough and, you know, on people or sneeze on people or blow your nose when you, you know, having dinner or what have you. Um, so, yeah, you still have some responsibility to do your part. Um, in some places, you know, like in, in grocery stores, they've actually put arrows. So you can only walk certain ways down an aisle, you know, like mm-hmm. down aisle one, you have to go down where you can only come up aisle two. And um, social social distancing in, in, in the supermarket is in full effect. 
because they also have employees walking around um, making sure that everybody has the appropriate amount of space between them when shopping or when standing um, and, you know, looking at items. So, I mean, and and for me, I'm cool with that. Like, I I don't have any issues with that. Um, Again, I think that's the way it should have been from the beginning. You know, even when you're checking out, they have the, the tape, they have tape six feet apart, and they have multiple line, multiple lanes open. And um, now before someone just jumps to take your cart out, they ask, you know, if you need assistance. Obviously, you know, disabled people get automatic assistance. And, and I think, you know, if you have children in there, they'll go ahead and take your help you out to the car as well. But now it's like, would you like any assistance? And it's, you know, no, I got it, you know. So, you still have responsibility to, to do your part. I mean, God will do the rest, but you have to do your part. Twin, what's your thoughts? I know you go to the market more than I do. You know, I'm just talking about a hardware store, by the way. So, I'm obviously, I'm shopping at the wrong store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I definitely agree with Miss Quick and Pastor both, you know. Um, as they were saying, I, I love the fact that they do have social distancing in the store. I think a lot of people, as time went on, people started invading a lot of people's personal space and didn't know what the boundary was and what the distance was to stay away from other people. And uh, so hopefully this get back to a place <laughs> where people can <laughs> get out that bubble because sometimes people like to rush up on you. <laughs> and that has hey, never been something I'm good. Talking. It's a culture thing, man. Stop talking about them Indians. Well, it's just one of those things that, you know, it's good to get this space. And I think a lot of people now are going to uh, keep that distance. Even I think when it's over, I think people are going to have a lot of distance than with the six feet. But uh, as you were saying, though, as well, that you you still got to take responsibility for yourself. I mean, God didn't say to your fool at the same time. You know, I can have all faith in God, but I'm not going to go up to the Empire State Building and jump off and say, God going to save me. No, nah, gravity real. I'm going to hit that ground. So, I mean, you got to do your part and be smart about what you do and how you do things and got to take care of the rest. But I would say, you take one step, got to take two. If you take the proper steps to keep yourself covered and ask God to keep you covered when you go out, God can protect you because you're doing your part. God, they're going to protect the foolish. They're going to go out there touching everything and doing all this, that, and the third. Like, oh, God got me, so I don't care what I do. I'm going to be good. And then you get sick. You're like, God, what happened? God will be like, I ain't telling you to go out like that. You you got to, like, the Bible says, you still got to obey the law of the land. The law of the land tells you to do certain things to protect yourself. Then you might want to obey those laws to protect yourself. And then, God, you cover and do the rest. I'm doing everything I can, God. But you got a nipping power to make sure I'm covered on every hand and every side. But I do me, do my part, God you do the rest, and you'll be all right. Man, look here, you, you can't you cannot talk about once taking one step especially you talking about jumping off the United State building. That's that's not that's not appropriate. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just <laughs> Pastor, talk to this guy, please. Please. What's your thoughts? <laughs> it's a nice, it depends on who you're talking to, man. But me personally, I, 
you know, I'm I'm sorry. I I love y'all, but I ain't, I ain't jumping over no building for nobody, you know. But no, you know what, man? God ain't coming down here and washing my hands for me. He's not going to do that. That's no. a common sense thing that he gave you a mind to do. You know, God, don't come down here mm-hmm. and remind you to eat. You know, he's not going to do simple things like that. You know, God is there for the things that we can't do, you know, or the things that we struggle with. We we shouldn't struggle with, you know, the norm. That's just Thomas. all he is. Now, now, God will make sure that he's provided everything we need to, you know. God ain't going to say, well, I don't have to wash your hands for you, but he'll provide the water. You know, so, I mean, what everything you need is here. But a lot of times we get so super spiritual, you know, I, all I got to do is be still and God's going to do this. And, you know, I can take up a serpent and he won't bite me. I ain't picking up your snake. I'm I'm sorry. That ain't what he was talking about, you know. But yeah. a lot of people believe, you know, on that level and they just feel like you don't have faith until you, you know, and a lot, and a lot of cults have started that way by, you know, taking scripture, in my opinion, out of context and, believing they can take up a serpent, believing they can drink a deadly poison and, you know, it won't destroy them or whatever. Um, you got to understand, man, and most folks don't know, don't think about this, but we're, 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 we, 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 we have a soul. We live in a body, you know, but the bottom line is now we, we, we're still flesh and blood and you can kill that flesh and blood. You can kill that real yeah. quick by doing something silly, you know, so, um, no, man, God's not going to come down here and, you know, and, and, and tell us to get out of the street. I mean, you ought to know that now. Come on now. Come on now. I don't even want to put that, that, that little bit of thing on him. I, I got bigger problems than, than stuff that's common sense, right? Well, I mean, you know, if, you, if you're if you an idiot or something like that, if you, I don't know, uh, there's times that all of us have probably done something that we shouldn't have done, something that we knew better than doing, and God kept us. Now, he is a keeper, but now he's not going to come down here and rule and reign over your life and keep pulling you out of the same crack house. He's not going to do that now. He may deliver you uh, enough so that you will know that it was him that did it, but eventually it's going to catch up with you. And, you know, again, we've got a lot of super spiritual people that, you know, believe God is going to do everything for them. I, you know, i got pastors you know, that, that are friends of mine, you know, and I, I don't mind saying that. And they'll say, man, listen, come on, let's go shoot some pool. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Uh, you know, I said, man, I got a, I got a clock. I call it clocking in. I mean, I got a clock in, brother. I got uh, two services tomorrow. Come on, man. You know, whenever you stand up, you open your mouth, God going to give you the words. Well, if the words is not in me, God ain't bringing nothing back. Bro, I got to put in some time. I can't I'll just sit there and, 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 and stand there, man. You know, now if I put it in me, if I if I've done that part, now when I do stand up there, gotta bring that back to my remembrance. But even with that, you know, there are times I have notes right there. You know, so I don't sit there and just rely on God to, you know, um, to tell me what to do every second of every day. That's that's not who God is, and uh, we need to stop with that. I really think we need to just stop with that altogether. That's uh, that's silliness. Man, I'm glad you clarified that, cause, bro, I'm telling you, I, hey, I don't, hey, bro, <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I've heard it all, and it was okay for me to do this, cause God go deliver me, 
No, no, I don't see any go bad for somebody else. So what make you think you're more, more special, more save worthy than somebody else? That's that's a huge difference. Uh, and I'm not I'm not questioning anyone's faith, not at all, by any stretch. I just believe that um, certain things we 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 shouldn't chance, and our safety and our health isn't isn't one of them we shouldn't gamble and and just say that i'm I'm gonna just i'm gonna rely on god no because you shouldn't have been in the house in the first place because when they get when they got busted god was saving you from something else you i mean like but you just put yourself in a bad situation because you feel like you want to test god no i'm good on that We go back uh Ronnell, he go he go join us on the call. Good evening. Hey man, good evening. How you guys doing? Uh we're well, thank you. How you doing? Hey, well, well as can be, man. Just about to go crazy sitting in this house now thirty days trying to figure out how did we get here? <laughs> well, we just that? told you nothing on if nothing you on TV. We just told you how you got there. Y'all ain't been washing y'all hands. No, 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 no. I'm saying prior to this conversation, I was trying to figure that out. So, you, so hey, it's no. I mean, it's hey, folks who are washing their hands, and man, it, it's in cause of hysteria. Like it's it's, it's troubling. It's troubling out there. Go ahead. Y'all should have been listening to Grandma, like we've been saying, and we've said our foundation. Clean cleanliness and next to godliness. That's part of our foundation. Yep. Grandma told us that since we was young, and some of us younger than others. I ain't calling, throwing no shots at nobody, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. This, hey, this this thing is crazy in a sense of like not a shaken faith, but like in a disbelief of. If you just sit back and think how this thing could spread based on the knowledge that we're getting or misknowledge daily, it's just kind of like, are you serious? Like, so people think that they can, you know, avoid it. I mean, if you've ever seen, if you've seen anybody, if you've been out and seen anybody with gloves, masks, and all that, and then in the shopping store and, you know, or in the um, supermarket, you know, kind of going in, reaching to their purse, grab their wallet, pull stuff out put it back in, you got your gloves on, right? Ain't no telling what you didn't touch. Now you didn't put it in your purse or your wallet or back in your pocket. You know, granted, again, everybody's saying it spreads one way, but then it come back and say spreading a whole nother way. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just I, I can't lose my mind, and I don't think we should, especially as believers, go crazy over. We should definitely take precaution, but go crazy over the what if? Well, do you watch your cell phone? I, that's this is the qualifying question for this phone call. If you say no, I'm gonna yep. hang up on you. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Okay, then. Well, good. You're on your way. <laughs> we were just talking about that hey, and how yes, some people forget certain parts, you know, and and it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really amazing how you know you like you said you see people with gloves and 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 boots on now and masks and suits, but yet mm-hmm. they still touching their everyday things without, they still touching their money mm-hmm. and they still picking up, contamination. you know, right. All the stuff in the, in the bread aisle, they touching everything. And 
putting it back, you know, they changed their mind about this and just go jump right in the car like everything good. Like like my twin said, he sterilized his, his steering wheel. But ain't nobody thinking about mm-hmm. those other precautions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But I want to say, I'm going to go ahead and put this on record. This is the only time that a black man is allowed to wear a mask without getting shot. <laughs> yes, 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 you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Hey, it's funny because I live in a. I, I don't. I wouldn't call my my uh, my area a city. I would call it. I would call it a suburb. And me walking around or riding my bike around the neighborhood with a mask on and you know a hoodie on while I'm you know trying to get some some cardio going is no longer. Uh, an, an alarming thing because I see everybody else with their masks on. Well, it's funny in my neighborhood, you don't, they're not walking around with masks on. They just out walking, them to holding hands. <laughs> you say social distance, people. Come on now. Miss <laughs> uh, Quick. Miss Quick. <laughs> I asked her, she, she's right here. She'll tell you. We see them every day out there walking there and they just as close. I'm like, dang. You know, but when me and my family walk, you know, it's almost like we damn uh uh, uh picking and a boycott or uh, mar- we got you know we take up the whole street because we right 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 we take up the whole street. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And these yes, are the people sir. that I know don't have it. Mhm. What <laughs> you say? The people that live in your house. Right, these are people that I know good. You know, it's 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 these other folk that mm-hmm. that's out here that's not taking these precautions. So it it, it just, it, I guess it kind of worries me. You know, how how far are we going to come with this, and, and how how much are we going to let it really affect us? Because right now it's time it's time for a change, and and who are who's going to really make the changes? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is this going to become a, a, a forever practice? Or is this just, you know, we go do it because everybody else is doing it right now. It's the end thing to do. Mm-hmm. What you saying, until we get the vaccination? <laughs> Don't get me started on that. No, nah, we ain't going to even get started on that. We're going to you to the next show because that, that right there is a whole another <laughs> thing. Hey, man. Yeah, so, I mean, it's. Bro, it's it's one of those things, fellas, where like your confidence can be shaken, your 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 faith in God cannot be shaken, and you gotta recognize this as an opportunity and a time not only to get closer to the Lord, but also to you know prepare for the move that He has next for you. Like you said, um, quick, if you know who who's gonna step up, and to me. If anybody's gonna step up, it needs to be the believer. Mm-hmm. Cause the world been running this thing wrong for a long time. Uh oh, Pastor, here you go. Here you go. Come on. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> I didn't even hear what was said, man, so I, I, I apologize. He just he just called it out. He said, "Who goes step up? It's time for the believers to kick in." And I said, "Here go. This is Pastor Q right here. He about to take over right now." Nah, I'm not gonna take over, man. Is we we have a responsibility, you know. Um, 
And uh, unfortunately, I can say that we have not fulfilled our responsibility. It is time for us. I mean, I don't mean any harm, but, um, you know, if, if, if I attended a church, and this is just me, now I'm not, you know, every church is different. I'm only speaking for mine, but if I have been given to a place for giving to a place for you know all these years, and now this thing is hit like this, and um, you can't give back to me, something's wrong. You know, um, I called my leaders and said, "Listen, we got to get. You know, single women are vulnerable right now because uh, a lot of times mm-hmm. they're not working, and you got some busters out there that say, "Yeah, I'll fix that flat tire. I'll." Fix your radiator, you know, uh, but it's going to cost you, but you don't have to pay me in coin, if you will, and y'all can figure out the rest. And so, you know, um, we made sure we called every one of the single women, listen, everything okay with you, your car, everything. I mean, you know, and, and, I'm, and I did my best to make sure that the men that were calling them were, you know, men of honor, if you will. And then what we did was, okay, listen, uh, all the single women in the church, uh, single mothers in the church, um, here you go. We're going to give you a tank of gas. Bam, 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 bam. It's not much. All the elderly folks, okay, we know you can't get out. We know that you don't cook a lot. So guess what? We had a meal catered, and we took a meal to your house. You didn't even have to leave, you know, uh, to get that. It's just things like that, man. You know, you can't keep taking up all this money, and then when people need help, we're waiting on the gov- government to, st- to send a stimulus package, and we don't have anything that we can give back. Well, what have you been doing with all that money this entire time? Was it mm. to get me another mm-hmm. car? I mean, you know, that's just mm-hmm. the way I felt personally about it, you know. And so, um, you know, so it's time for the church to step up. You've been on the receiving end, and this is what you taught me in church. I don't know. I know it's in the Bible. It's better to give than receive. Okay, so now practice what you preach. Practice what you preach. Sure. And so now it's sure. time for the church to, to give back. You know, uh, the people that are out of work, why can't we just say, well, okay, we can't pay all your bills. We can't do that. But, you know, uh, let's see if we can't give you, you know, $500 this month just to tide you over maybe until your unemployment kicks in or something. But don't let the people die, man. And, and and unfortunately, we have been looking to the uh, world to take care of, um, you know, us, and that's not the way it was intended to be. The Bible said that judgment is going to begin in the house, and so uh, that's just the way that it is. So every household that don't have a a man, you know, that woman doesn't have a man to to back her up if it's not a two family, um, two income family. I've done my best to try to. You know, try to supplement as best I can without, you know, the church going bankrupt or whatever. So yeah, it, it is time. I, I definitely agree. I mean, um, it's just time, man. I'm, I'm just saying, and they shouldn't have to come and ask for it. It should be readily available, you know, uh, and given in the right way. Now, don't don't let somebody come in and just, you know, you want me to give you some money to go buy some lottery tickets. I ain't trying to do all that for you, but. You know, I could put a biscuit on your table. So, yeah, we got to step up, man, but not just financially, but also uh, spiritually. You know, you got to make sure that people right now, to me, the hardest part about this uh, staying in, I think the brother said he had been in about 30 days or something like that. The hardest part for me 
uh, to be honest with you, is the the mental aspect of it. I mean, it, that that part just starts to eat at you, mm. man. You just you. I mean, and that's where I'm going now is just to starting to pray for the mind of of people that they can, you know, their mind is in a good place and that their mind can get some rest at night because your mind will mess around and um, run away with you. I mean, you sit in a room by yourself, close the door, turn off the light, turn off the radio, turn off the TV, and your mind will start to tell you, what was that? And so you start looking around, you know, so you got to make sure that we we feed that mind because I promise you, whoever or whatever's got your mind has definitely got you. If drugs got your mind, that's who has you. So I think that's the hardest part right now, at least for the people that I pastor and for myself. You know, um, am I uh, conscious of the virus? I, yes, I am. Uh, uh, do I wear a mask and gloves when I go out? Yes, I do. But at the same time, being in here as much as I'm in here, I mean, it's like, man, I'm about to go stir crazy. It's like, man, let me see. Let me see something. Let me do something. Let me, come on, man, I, I got to get out of this house. And it starts to run you crazy. It starts to, so that's my thing also with the church is we have to be concerned about uh, the mindset of the people. So prayer is good, but make a phone call. Just have a 15-minute conversation with them. You're not doing anything else. Call them. Call them and say, hey, right. how you doing? How's, how's little J-Buck doing? You don't even know their kid's name, you know? Now, mm. sometimes when I call, I'm shocked because, you know, I call their house and uh, you're supposed to be at home by yourself and, you know, social distancing and, 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 and some man answered the phone. I'm like, whoa, hold up now. What's, what's up? And I know you ain't got no brothers. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dang, Rev done popped up on something, you know. So uh, it's not all perfect, but no, nah, the church has to step up, man, and do more than we're doing. And I think God is going to hold us absolutely accountable for, um, you know, the way that a lot of the way this thing is being handled. I'm gonna say this too. I know everybody kind of ain't nobody mentioned it is, but all these folks that y'all claiming are y'all income taxes claiming their kids, let them get their stimulus. You know what I mean? Let them get that money because they need that right now. Don't you know? That's all I'm gonna say, man. Because you, y'all, y'all know somebody that did it or that does it, so we gonna keep it a hundred. You know, right now is the time. Don't. It's not time to be greedy. You know what I mean? That's all I'm. I saying. mean, are you being greedy though? Are you being greedy though? <laughs> I mean, you taking a chance. Folks, folks is claiming people on their taxes that's not living with them, dependents. Dude, that's hey, you, you didn't already overstep some bounds. Hey, bro, listen, man. It's all I'm gonna tell you is, you know, don't don't defend it so much because you might look guilty. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's hey, all I'm gonna say. It's not me. It's not me, but I've been asked. But it ain't me. All right, you know, that's between you and your God. You know, I don't know what you claim. What what you put on that paperwork, but. You know, all I know is right now you gotta let them folk with the kids because they need some help, just like yeah. everybody else do at this point. No. Most definitely, definitely, man. I know you're yeah, on here just laughing, man. I know you're you on here just laughing, man. What's your thoughts about this nonsense, man? That these that these guys talking, man. You know, they all funny and comedic right now. <laughs> 
Well, we hope that everybody that needs the help, they, they let everybody get the help that they need and, and don't try to be too greedy. You know, everybody gets something. Be appreciative of what you get at the end of the day. You know, like I say, uh, like in left after said, and, you know, this what we're going through right now is like a, a chance for us to refocus, you know, uh, believers to kick in. And I think mm-hmm. for so long we – lost our way and lost our mindset that we start looking to the world to help take care of us. And some people got their focus off of God taking care of us, you know, sure, and right. you, you put your trust in man and not God. You mm-hmm. put your trust in your job and not God. God, the one that gave you the job, God, the one that gave you the promotion, but you depend on your job and uh, your boss and all that for uh, your protection and your finances, but at the end of the day, God is the one that allows you to get that job. So if anything happens with that job, God still got all power to get you something else and get you something better. But I think, you know, situations happen that I think we sometimes get our focus off. And this situation now, I think, is putting people in a position to refocus and refocus on their relationship with God, refocus on uh, what can they do better. And a lot of times where people are in trouble, the first place they run to is the church. They run to the church, pastor, pray for me. I need prayer. I need this. This is the time and the place that you can't run to the church right now for help. The church doors may be closed or you may be only be able to watch church online. So what are you going to do? You know, you always been so dependent on pastor being there to pray you through a situation or pray you through this. What are you going to do to help yourself get through this? You know, where's your faith in God that you may have? Um, I think this is a point in time now that it really gets people to refocus and kind of take inventory of yourself. And and at the end of the day, you know, talk to people. Like Pastor was saying, you know, the mental aspect is what's really going to affect a lot of people that were going through this. And being stuck inside when you're used to moving, you're used to going freely, now, all of a sudden, you're kind of constrained and, and you kind of got to do so much to even just go outside to the grocery store. You got to put so much stuff on just to go outside and enjoy something. Um, it puts it in a different perspective. And sometimes that can weigh down on people mentally that it makes them feel like they're closed in or the walls are closing in on them and, and they just don't have a way out or they just feel like they just get overwhelmed with the situation. And sometimes talking to people who can help give them an encouraging word, can help them say, hey, it's going to get better. Just take it day by day. You know, you may not want to go out to the store, but, hey, just go out in your backyard. Like you do, go walk around your neighborhood. Just get some kind of reprieve and some kind of break from being inside to help you help you mentally um, and just try to do that to help you get through it. So I just heard something that it just really hit that, Right now, it's it's time to to do a self reflection. You know, it's time to see what you have instead of. And this is no disrespect to pastor, but you know, instead of you having to go to pastor to pray for you now or the church, now it's time for you to dig in and and start praying for yourself or make things happen for yourself in the sense of building that relationship with God and and having that conversation and taking time to do so. Because, you know, when we're busy, we don't got time to pray. So that's when we just go to pastor, like, can you do it for us real quick? I'm busy right now. But right now, you ain't got nothing to do but but pray. And that's what I just heard you say. Am I 
Am I correct on what I heard? Oh, absolutely. I think everybody right now is like that self-inventory, you know. You can't rely on nobody, really, uh, but God, and you got to rely on him for yourself. You know, pastor can't rely on it for you. Pastor can't pull you through. Pastor can check on you. Pastor can, you know, the church may be able to help you with something that you're going through, but once that is over, what are you going to do then? You still got to depend on God at the end of the day to get you through the rest of the month, to get you through the rest of the week, to get you until we get through this. And that's the point that that self-reflection, you know, what is your relationship like with God right now? Because that's going to be the thing that you're going to really have to hold on to. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? Miss Quick, okay. Pastor, go ahead and defend yourself, bro, because Ray just, you know, sound like he uh, <laughs> had something for you. Go ahead and defend yourself, Pastor. <laughs> nah, man, I don't need to. I don't need to be defended. That brother need to be applauded, man. I mean, you know, listen, I, 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 I love, I love what I do. I thank God for what I do and put food on my table. But you call me now to come pray for you. I'm telling you, Pastor Melon, it in now. You, you better know him for yourself in this day and age, because you know, yeah, man. You get, listen, you got access. You got immediate access. I promise you. But uh, but no, you know, and again, that's that's the good part of it, man. You know, uh, to yeah, okay, if you want me to defend a little bit, a lot of pastors have, you know, tried to be Superman, and every time the phone ring, you know, they're at the hospital, they're at the jail, they're at the schools, they're going by people's houses, doing all these things, and uh, you know, and sometimes that's very much appropriate. But you know, to be honest with you, if I'm doing all that. And come Sunday morning, you're getting some garbage because I ain't had time to spend with God. So all I'm saying is this, man. Um, I should, if I've done my, um, you know, fulfilled my calling in the proper manner, I should have prepared you for a season like this to where, see, my, my purpose is not to get you to depend on me. I'm supposed to get you to depend on God, you know. Right. And, and so in a time like this, you ought to know him for yourself. You ought you don't have to go to God right now quick. You don't have to say, hey, God, uh, I want to talk to you. Uh, Pastor Robinson said, I know I'm good friends with him. Bro, my name don't mean nothing to you. You know, you, you, I, I can't be your co-signer. It don't do that. Right. It don't work like that, man. You know, you, you, got to, you got to come better than that, man. Go talk to him for yourself. He knows you just like he know me. And a lot of people are finding out, unfortunately, you know what? Uh, pastor has been my God instead of God. I've been depending Uh-oh. on Pastor for everything. Pastor, please pray talk, for me. Oh, when my pastor pray, him. heaven mm-hmm. open up. No, nah, mm-hmm. man, don't don't come don't put all that on me like that. That's too much. No, nah, that's above my pay grade right there. So mm-hmm. it's time mm-hmm. for us to pray for ourselves. You know, it's it's really time for us to pray for ourselves. And so the pastor is praying also. Now we've got two of us, so that's great. But you got to know him for yourself right now, man, because you know. Uh, these quarantine rules, yeah, I've got some flexibility. They'll let me know if I go out right now, um, you know, and they see me driving up and up and down the street. Most of the cops and the sheriff's deputies, all that, they know my vehicle, so they're not going to mess with me anyway. But if I was to get stopped, uh, the majority of them are going to say, hey, man, uh, you go ahead, because 
in my area, you can go out as long as you're going to do, you know, going to work. Well, I'm going to work. <laughs> you know, I, that's what I'm going to do. But I choose not to do that because crazy church folk, if you go to one person's house, then you got to go to the other 600's house because that's how they look at it. And so I just figure mm-hmm. I don't go to nobody's house. I'll pray for everybody. I'll set a time up at uh, 6 a.m. and 11 p.m. And we're going to pray. You can hear your pastor pray, and yes, you can. But outside of that, you better know him for yourself. And that's, that's not being rude or lazy. That's just the way it ought to be because when you get to heaven, they're not going to ask you, did you know about, Did you know Pastor Robinson? Yes. Well, come on in, that good and faithful servant. Did you know Pastor Robinson? No. Depart from me because I didn't know you. It ain't going to work like that, man. Brother trying to get in himself. You know, I'm trying to get in, man. <laughs> You know, y'all sitting y'all sitting here laughing. I'm like, the pastor barely got a leg in there, and the other one's on a banana peel, man. I'm trying to make it. One foot in, one foot out, huh? Come yeah, on. man. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to be honest with y'all, man. I'm I'm sold out for the most part, there we man. Are. There we I'm telling you, brother, I slip, man. I slip. Hey, what is that three percent? What is that three percent? <laughs> well, um, I'm trying to get better every day, man. I'm striving, but it, it gets uh, in a predicament like this. It gets it's it's, it's it makes it harder. But uh, finding out a lot about myself, I'm not as close to him as I need to be, or I thought I was. You know, I know a lot about his his words. But I don't know him as well as I should. You know what I'm saying? I can quote some scripture. That's great. But I don't know him. So I got to stop doing what I've been doing. I've been studying to preach instead of studying to live. And that's, that's a different mm. thing, man. I got to I gotta, I gotta do mm. better. So, um, Quick, I should know you uh, more than just uh, for a two-hour call on Tuesday night. If that's the only way I know you, I really don't know you, man. You I really don't know mm-hmm. you. So, yep. so that's what I'm finding out about myself, man. I found out I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, and it's humbling to stand in front of people and realize you're not all that. You don't know, so I can't ask you for a jet. I can't ask you for a Cadillac. I can't ask you for a house because I know, dang, man, instead of studying, I was watching Equalizer Part 1 and 2 last night. You know, I wasn't okay. studying. I was watching Denzel, brother, okay. <laughs> trying to figure out which one is mm-hmm. more ruthless in. You know, been having a Denzel marathon with my preaching self. Look mm. at me. <laughs> well, as long as, long as the men's is there, I think you're all right. But <laughs> ah, man, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but let me just say, you have to be selfish. At home and out and about. selfish. You, you, you're going about it wrong if you're being selfish. I'll see. You ain't, you ain't right, man. <laughs> nah, we, we good, brother. We hanging in there. Well, it's it's just it is one of those things where it is is very important that you 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 take this time to reflect on you to know God for yourself because, like you said, you know if we just rely on the church and now that they've closed the church, now what? You know if we just relied on you know me, you know and yourself, we get together and now we can't get together. Now what? You know what I mean? So you got to know these things mm-hmm. and be able to to be. I guess self-sufficient, especially in this time right here, and go and reach out to your brother mm-hmm. and, and check on him and say, hey, you know, how 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 are you and the family? 
how you holding up? And when people call me, you can ask my twin. I say, I'm saying and everybody's still alive. <laughs> that's that's all I got. Right yeah. now. <laughs> now, ask me tomorrow, it may be different. But this is just where we where we're at. You know, we get it's it's time for humanity to really to really step in and, and take over and, and, and I think to take our right places out and that's to be brotherly or neighborly, whichever one you prefer. Mm-hmm. Doc, what you got? I wholeheartedly agree. You know, Bible says you love your neighbor as you love yourself. So I mean, it, it's extending that that just a simple phone call or a simple text just to check on people. And sometimes knowing that somebody else care about you while they're still going through, they take the time to think about you. You don't know how that may make somebody else feel and just mentally put them in a better place when they may feel like they're alone. And although the world is going through it, inside the floor of the walls of their home. They may feel like they're the only one that's going through it all by themselves. You know, mm-hmm. certain people may have family at their house or kids or a wife, but some people that may be by themselves, they may be like, I feel like I'm all alone. You know, I can't talk to nobody here or, you know, nobody's ringing my phone or texting me. So, um, like you said, that simple gesture, you know, can make somebody feel a whole lot different and put them in a better mental state and mind state to, to keep on believing, keep on going on, keep them encouraged uh, that, you know, I can get through this. It, it, you know, to keep taking it one day at a time. I can get through this. I can make it through this. You know, it just seems like it, with everything going on, you just feel like, you know, hey, you got to hold on to something, and you got to hold on to them for yourself. And, and if you don't know them, this is time to try to get to know them <laughs> for yourself. You ain't, ain't got nothing to do <laughs> They got nothing to do, you know, and then this is like, like I said, it's one of the first times that it, it's not just anybody. Everybody's affected and almost the whole world is stopped. So what you're used to seeing and people being being showing this, people showing on clubs, sports, anything that you normally love to watch, all those distractions are gone. So now what is your excuse for you not to is the question, you know. Right. Uh, it's just you taking that time to do it. Because the Lakers ain't playing, and I don't know if mm-hmm. the ball gonna start back up, but you have you have no reason now, and and, nice. and it could be like I always say, you know, God he ain't gonna say God is the cause of this, but he's gonna be the benefactor of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you take you take this and and he and he gonna make it happen. So you don't gotta worry about worshiping LeBron. Now you go ahead and worship God. You ain't gotta pray mm-hmm. that he's now you now you can pray that you know this 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 our relationship get better you know and, and reach out but mm-hmm. like I, I always I told my twin you know the other day I don't I don't I don't make it a habit of telling telling people I love them but hey I told him I love him and he know already know if you need me you come on you bring your bags you come on I got enough space for you definitely. Mm. And, and I think that's where it had to be at. And and I saw this uh, quote that was posted online somewhere that kind of was like, you know, that's a good thing. And it was like, no decision will pay off more than prioritizing your life and giving extreme focus and energy to the things with the highest return. And I'm like, what can be the highest return than actually prioritizing and focusing your energy on God? And that's the God I got. What do I need to do now while this is going on? 
so that when you bring me out of this, I'm in a better position than where I was when this started. And that has kind of been my mindset every day. God, what can I do? What opportunities can I take advantage of right now while I'm home? Mm -hmm. What can I do to take advantage of the opportunities that, you know, things are being afforded to people that I can put myself in a better position once I get out of this, that I'm not, I can't, that way I can say I'm not like I was when I started this journey with coronavirus hit. I'm not the same person. I'm not in the same situation. What can I say that I've done throughout this time to make it work going through this process? Mm-hmm. Boy, you said something there. Right now, what's your thoughts? Hey, man, I'm I'm loving everything he's saying as far as, uh, you know, self-reflection, uh, you know, inventory, and, you know, just, coming, just becoming uh, closer to the Lord, you know, closer in your faith and your belief and in your your individual time, out, even outside of the church, a lot of times people will, you know, hey, man, I go to church, you know, every Sunday type deal. Yeah, but, you know, it's the church in you. And this is allowing a lot of people to get that inventory of, you know, is God in me and do I have a personal relationship where he speaks to me? If he ain't talking to me, then we got some issues. Like there's a communication problem. I mean, as you know, with any relationship, um, if you – I mean, I mean, you can't relate if one person ain't communicating to the other. You know, if there's a communication issue, there's no relation there. So true. it's one of those things where, you know, you, I mean, tighten up your relationship with your spouse, tighten up your relationship with your family, or, you know, those things that matter. You know what I mean? Like Twin said, um, you know, those, those, uh, those relationships that matter and those uh, things in your life, that truly make a difference, you know, those are the things you should be focusing on at this time and coming up out of this advanced, right? So no longer having the excuse of this is in my way, that is in my way, the family, this, that. family is getting a family time, right? For sure. so it ain't nowhere, like there's nobody, I, don't, I mean, I we were talking, you guys were talking earlier about, you know, the single mothers and, I've had a couple conversations with family members that are, you know, single parents, um, women, and they're having a struggle just, you know, being at home all day, being the mom, the provider, via, you know, virtually, but then also being the teacher and the chef throughout the day, you know, to the kids. And very responsible women, but it's like, you know, all that they have on their shoulders to also hold a – you know, high position in, you know, in corporate America, so to speak, has been trying on them. So, you know, it may not be a financial scarcity for them, but it's a mental, once again, back to what Pastor said, right, a mental. But I feel like if, you know, as long as we are trusting and believing that, you know, whose we are and um, who has our best interest out of this, I think we can find ways to do a lot of the things that we often talked about doing now can actually be put into, you know, application. We can take some action, right? Now is the time. You know, my brother, uh, my my dad's son up in Ohio, uh, my brother, he passed back in, what, last August. I believe it was last August. And one of the things that I I share with the um, people that were there, the younger people, because he was younger than me, died of an um, overdose on, on drugs. And 
one of the things I share with them is, you know, this this opioid, opioid um, epidemic thing, you know, there's no opportunity wasted because at any point in time, you're taking a drug that could kill you. You're taking those risks, right? You're taking on the the idea that, hey, you're you're going at it without a care because, you know, whatever has you, you know, uh, wrapped up in it, right, whatever spiritual battle that you have going on has you so wrapped up to where you're trying to, you know, get away from it through this, you know, drug type deal and this addiction, it's not helping matters. And there's now no opportunity wasted. Right now it's time for action, right? It's time to take action towards, you know, becoming a better you, as Pastor said, right? Um, something that my wife always used to tell me every day is, you know, my job is to be better than I was yesterday, right? And I'm for like, sure. wow, you know, to be better than I was yesterday. So I wake up every morning with the idea that I can be better. I can do better. I can do just a little bit more, right, and go to bed, go to rest, right, go to bed with the idea of I did, I did all that I could do, and now my my job is to stand and know that I am here, right? So whatever happens, you know, in this world, whatever happens, um, physical, physically, you know, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a formation. You know, I mean, a, um, it's a formality. It's, it's one of those things. That, formality. Yes, that's what I was. That's, thank you. Um, it's just a formality, right? It's just something that's supposed to happen to every man that's born. He shall die. You know, so death is coming at some point. You don't want to rush it, right? And you don't want to go when it's not um, the Lord's time, but you want to be prepared when it is. So Listen, um, one of the quotes that I always – go ahead. No, please. I'm sorry. Continue. Because you said – No, no, no. Go, I was ahead. Just say, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say one of the um, one of the equations for success that I always say is preparation plus opportunity equals success. So no matter what you're doing, if you're, if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, if you're a pastor, if you're a barber, if you're a – speaker, if you're a therapist, as long as you're prepared, when the opportunity comes, you will be successful, right? And that level of success is not determined by any individual, but it should be determined by your relationship with the Lord. I I agree. I, I know right now, you know, like we have zero distractions, there should be no reason why when all this started, you're in the same position, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, whichever, same way coming out as you were going in. If so, you did not use your time wisely. Um, and I know me personally, just on on these calls here since we've been on, like the conversation has been much deeper. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. with you, with your no opportunity wasted, you know, the acronym for now, and 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 pastor pretty much saying how um, you gotta you gotta don't rely on me. You go deal with uh, get, build that relationship with God for yourself. You know these are these are the things we should be doing. You know mm-hmm. when he he check in and he makes sure that that everything everybody's okay and, and that's what we should have been doing in the first place. So right now we are getting back mm-hmm. to the roots to the like, like grass roots before the foundation was even poor. This is what we were doing, we should have doing. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with me? Definitely so, man. Uh, definitely so. I've been sitting here taking notes. These guys, man, are just 
they're doing the thing, man. They, they, man, they're on it. I mean, they are definitely on it, man. I, I love that uh, preparation and opportunity. I really, really love that. And so, you know, for me personally, being very, very selfish, um, I got to spend more time um, instead of looking for something to do. And again, I was, you know, talking about Denzel earlier. You know, the guy's a great actor or whatever, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, I guarantee you he wasn't sitting around uh, just twiddling his thumbs, you know, when he had the opportunity. Uh, he prepared himself. And so if I take this time and I prepare myself, then opportunity will present itself, and then, you know, success is a guarantee. So I'm taking notes, man. I'm I'm learning a lot, uh, getting a lot out of, you know, what you guys are saying. It's really just blessing me, so... Forgive me if I don't contribute. I'm I'm um, I'm on the receiving end tonight, and I'm loving it. <laughs> Y'all, please continue. Oh, Pastor, we're gonna make you the Denzel of the pulpit. Listen, man, we're gonna have you mm-hmm. ready when it's time to get back. You dig? <laughs> I just know that you, you, we don't already say that the next on the, don't say that because next on the list is training day, and I think you're gonna kill a bunch of folk in there. So we don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> well, <laughs> met- metaphor. I say to kill them, but you got to rebuild them back up. See, it's not <laughs> yeah. about the old, it's about the new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's going to be something now, because if the, if the people, in rea- uh, to be honest with you, if the people have done um, um, their part, and they have grown, they've matured, they've gotten closer to God, I can't come back with the same old, same old. I mean, they don't, they don't want <laughs> they don't want the regular you know, uh, you know, regular sugar cookie no more. They they go they right. they need some red velvet. They want I got to come with something now. You know, they, I'm they've been spending time with God. You know, Hey, that's what, literally that's that's really that's really the way it's gonna be, man. So I really gotta you know, we gonna see how, you know, how prepared all of us are and what we've been doing. You know, I've been away now for a month, and, uh, you know, if um, I can't, you know, and I still, will, you know, we'll prepare um, Bible studies recorded, and they can go on there and listen to it uh, when they choose to. Um, the Sunday message is pre-recorded. They can go on there and listen to it at any time, and that's great. That's that's all well and fine. But when I stand before them, um, you know, am I really going to be, Prepared? Am I going to be telling them something that, you know, I should be really just confirming what they already know? I mean, Absolutely. they should have read enough and meditated enough to where I'm just their confirmation. That's that's it. I'm not giving them anything new anymore. It's like, okay, I'm with that. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting as far as um, I'm concerned, and 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 for all of us, I think. I, I think it's going to be interesting for all of us. So I. I'm excited about it, looking forward to it. And um, um, one of you guys were talking about, you know, what you learn, you know, while you're down, while you're going through that adversity and, and all of that. There are there's lessons to be learned. There's um, a lot of things to take from it that we can use to be a blessing to someone else to, to make us better. And whoever said that about being better tomorrow, man, um, I, I love you, man, but – I'm glad that's your wife and not mine, man. That's a lot of responsibility on a brother, man. <laughs> Every day you get up, you got to be better. Oh my God, man, that's that's quite a woman to hold you to that standard. 
and uh, I pray to God that you can you can fulfill that every single day, man, because that's that is that's a challenge right there. That is a, that's a, a definite challenge right there. That's a goal. That's not a challenge. That's a goal. And yeah, I mean, that's and that's in, in every that's in, in every in every aspect, you know. Um, just like I can't tell you last time I stepped foot in a church, but I know for a fact that every day my relationship with God has has gotten better. Every I know for a fact every Tuesday has helped my relationship with God get better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not that I'm plugging that in, but I'm just letting y'all know. I appreciate y'all. Oh, most definitely. You're much okay. appreciated as well, sir. You know, it's but it's it's coming up on that time where it's just time for us to get ready and get to work, man. I know we got the uh, pastor got to give out the prayer the prayer line number as well. You know, we got to plug that in because you know we need that. And that's uh mm-hmm. no, you go ahead and plug it in real quick. Pastor? Oh, you talking to me, brother? I'm sorry. You talking to Pass me? Pass on his sabbatical. Pass on his right, sabbatical. Right, right, like, hey, right, I'm right. He, 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 he <laughs> only talked with a commercial. Come on. Hey, man. <laughs> no, man. I, I promise you, I wasn't. I wasn't channel searching, man. Surfing, man. I was. I was just. I don't know. But listen, you talking about the prayer line number? Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, at six a.m. Eastern Standard Time, eleven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we try to start our day with prayer and um, end our day with prayer. And so uh, if by chance you guys are up or, you know, uh, please feel free to, to dial in, man. And the number is uh, 605-313-4822. That's 605-313-4822. And the access code they'll ask you for it is one six six eight two nine. That's one six six eight two nine. And if uh, by chance you get bold enough or crazy enough and want to listen to um, uh, <laughs> a coronavirus sermon, I guess that's what you call it, just a message or whatever. Um, you know, they're stockpiled on there, and uh, we have a playback number, and that. Playback number is 605-313-4900. That's 605-313-4900. And it's the exact same um, code, and you can just, you know, if you want to listen. I'm not plugging it or anything like that, just throwing it out there. So quick, won't ask me for it no more. And, uh, you know, it's it still worked for me, man. I thank God my, my job's been able to continue. I just can't do house calls and things like that, but all is well, man. And like I said, I I really, and, and I think I've said it before, but man, I really appreciate you guys, man, for um, just just your openness, your honesty, your experiences, your expertise. Man, I'm telling you, in my opinion, uh, there's nothing wrong with, you know, I've attended seminary. Uh, unfortunately, I did not finish, not the seminary aspect of it, because it was really it stopped being beneficial for me and started to, I started to call it cemetery because it was, it was shaping, you know, my relationship with God. And I I just didn't need that. So after an extended period of time, over three years, I just, I just had enough. And I do intend on going back and, 
completing it just so that I can let my congregation know that, you know what, um, you know, you finish what you start. But to be honest with you, it was really hindering uh, my growth with God. And not only that, but I got kids that, you know, I have to pay tuition for. So I ain't trying to pay tuition for me and them. Uh, But I really appreciate you guys being open and honest, man. That makes me, um, that sharpens me. And in my opinion, if a lot of my colleagues would um, spend more time with um, everybody instead of, you know, being selective and trying to, you know, out-preach each other, calling each other doc and things like that, I believe would be a lot better. We could relate a lot more. So thank you guys, man. Y'all are, y'all are making me uh, better. Y'all are really making me better. So I'm cheating on the line that I get on here, and every week I get off, I'm um, I'm a little sharper, and I appreciate that. Well, the funny thing is um, we appreciate you too. That ain't the funny thing, but we are getting sharper as well, you know, and that's one thing that I, I can't say that I love about, you know, uh, this this line with, with with my brothers and and including you know the missus she's on here my wife uh, we we sharp sharpen each other and and prepare each other for what comes about I don't know if we speak it into existence or it's just preparation but it always seems like something that we speak about always come about in the week prior to the following Tuesday so um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all man I know. Uh, and I love y'all dearly, <laughs> straight up. Like I said, you, y'all know I ain't the emotional type dude, and, and I don't go around just saying that. So if I said it, you better write it down, because I mean, you might not hear it again. <laughs> no worries, it ain't necessary. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you just kiss me or slap me, brother. I don't know which one you just did. <laughs> you know. It was you had me all feeling some kind of weight, and all of a sudden I feel like you got sucker punch, man. You better write that down because I ain't gonna say it again, man. You might not hear no more. Might not hear no more. I don't remember that. Yeah, quick, you want to quick one of those folks? Be like, hey, I, I said it once. That was enough. Right. That's right. You, already, you know how I feel. I know you. Wow. I know, know you were wow. sick, but you knew it still ain't changed. <laughs> But I, I mean, it's, y'all have been a, a blessing to my life, man. Y'all, y'all really don't don't understand it. And, and even before Ronell, you know, before you start calling in, just start mm-hmm. conversing with you while you're in the chair, you know, our talks. I appreciate them. Most definitely, same here, same here. Well, appreciate you, bro. We already know that in in this in this time, you know, we need our our teammates. We need our our corner guys, you know, in reference to boxing, not the streets, but mm-hmm. in reference to boxing, <laughs> we need our corner guys to to help. So, in other words, we can't do this alone. We got to continue to fight. We got to continue to check on each other. We got to continue to support each other and build each other because, shit, we all we got. <laughs> That's it. We all we got. That's all I got. If everybody hearts and mind clear, we're going to have Pastor pray us off, and we all go call in on this prayer line so we can get a little bit more. Uh, yes, sir. Your heart and mind clear? Yes, sir. 
Yeah, hard mind clear. Yeah, hard mind clear. Man, thank you, bro. I love you, man. Ronnell, you hard mind clear? Hard mind clear. Thanks, bro. I love you too, man. Pastor. <laughs> 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 hey, man, without you, man, I don't know, boy. Between, I don't know. God, God bless me with you, man. So if you're hard mind clear, you go ahead and do your thing, man. Hey, man, the head, the head is nappy, but the mind is clear, brother. I'm good. Talk to me. <laughs> I need to get in that chair quick. <laughs> <laughs> but all you telling man. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, I got me and three sons, all all of us. Me and my three sons, all all four of us up here, man, brothers. I don't know who looked worse, you know. Uh, but anyway, brother, I'm clear. I'm sorry I didn't mean to go that way with you, but I, we clear, man. Well, go on and do your thing, bro. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. All right. All right, all right. Lord, thank you so much for um, just conversation, open, honest conversation. Thank you, God, that in a time like this, we we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're real. We know that you're with us because that's the only way that we're surviving. Um, there's no need of us talking about the the status of the coronavirus and all of that because, God, we don't want our faith to be in that. We want our faith to be absolutely in you. We're aware of the season that we're in, but we're also aware that your word says that um, everything that goes on in the world is a season for it. So I just know beyond a shadow of a doubt that uh, this coronavirus is, is going to be seasonal. You never said how long the season would last, but you said it, it's a season, which means that it will come to uh, a close at some point. And to just quote, you know, so, so many folk have said it for so long. This too is going to pass. Now, God, while we're while we're um, unable to uh, don't have the ability to join up with each other um, face to face, God, thank you that you know just for technology. Sometimes, Lord, I think that we forget that you said in everything to give thanks. It could be God that we didn't have cell phones. It could be where we couldn't hear each other's voice. For some folk, God, that's the difference between sanity and senility, just hearing another voice. And so, God, it was good tonight to hear uh, laughter. Uh, Truly, it is definitely good medicine. It helps us to go on just a little bit farther. I thank you, God, for everybody being open about where they are and how they're dealing with all these things and, you know, how they're coping. God, a lot was said tonight, and I just give you the glory for it because without you, God, none of that would have come out. So thank you for this line. Thank you for the quick family, God. Thank you so much for keeping your hands on them. Please wrap your arms around this ministry, God, because, again, that's truly what it is. It's a ministry. We do laugh. We do poke fun from time to time. But, God, we know at the end of the day, uh, as Quick said, all we got is each other. I pray, God, that in this season that we can all develop just a personal relationship with you. Lord, Help it to be to where, just like I recognize these brothers' voices, I can't put a face with the with the voice, but I, I recognize the voices. Help us, God, during this season to spend enough time with you to where we recognize your voice, and not just your voice, but your hand. And by that, I mean, God, the way that you lead us, the way that you guide us. Help us, God, to get closer to you than we've ever been, because the closer we get to you, the less fear we're going to have of corona or anything else. God, I do pray for the world right now. Uh, it's not to my liking. God, I must admit that I, I'm not 
crazy about leadership right now, but you know what, God? That's okay. I still have a responsibility to pray. I pray, God, that he will seek you just as he seeks uh, scientists and everybody else, that he'll seek you. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that we will some kind of way understand that we have a responsibility to keep this man prayed up. And not only that, God, but we just pray, God, for everybody dealing with this coronavirus, everybody that's infected with it. I pray right now that healing will overtake them. I pray also that we will learn all the things that are necessary, the washing of the hands, the social distancing, the the patience. And, Lord, don't let us just get close to you, but help us to get close to each other, our our, our, our spouses, our children, um, our loved ones, our relatives, our coworkers. Lord, help us, Lord, whenever we see somebody's face or think of somebody, help us to pick up the phone and call and say, hey, I was just thinking about you, didn't want anything. Just want to let you know that I'm praying for you. And uh, I'm here for you if you need me. Thank you for all of that, God. I pray, God, that when we do are able to come back together, that we'll be a better people, that we'll be well-learned, God, and really ready to reach out to each other. Now, God, we're going to separate. We're going to get off this line. But please be with all of us as only you can. Wrap your loving arms around us. Be a fence all around us, God. Take out any sickness, any disease, any bad thoughts, any negativity, any doubt, any worry, take it out of us, God, and fill us, God, with your precious self. God, do it, and, Lord, uh, give us the rest that our bodies need tonight, but also I'm going to ask you to give us the rest that our mind needs. Thank you so much, God, for this night, and keep your hand on us. Forgive me for praying so long, God, but it's just, I don't know, I just felt the need tonight, God, to just spend some precious time with you. I love you, Lord, and I honor you. I praise you, and I do thank you for everything. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Brothers, before Amen. we conclude, before I let it out, um, I need in three, I need the unison. I need y'all in unison to say this too shall pass so that we all can be united and and he can be in the midst. Can we do that, please? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Man, I appreciate it. On three, this too shall pass. One, two, three. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. Yes, sir. Well, that, that concludes tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am your host, number one, Mr. Quick, with the panel, Dr. Twin, Ms. Quick, Pastor Robinson, and our guest, Rynell. He'll probably be on our panel soon. Love each other. <laughs> Wash your hands. Love God. No opportunity wasted. And improve yourself. Be better than you were yesterday. Peace. Amen. Peace.